The book of Proverbs says, The Lord disciplines those he loves. When Jehoiakim was king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, besieged Jerusalem until he surrendered. Then Nebuchadnezzar carted off to Babylon Jehoiakim and his family and his nobles and the treasures of the temple and the officers and soldiers and the skilled workers and artisans, all but the very poorest people. He put Jehoiakim's uncle in charge and renamed him Zedekiah. When Zedekiah rebelled against Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar besieged Jerusalem again. Zedekiah fled. Nebuchadnezzar caught him, executed his sons in front of him, and put out his eyes so that that would be the last thing he saw. Then he took Zedekiah back to Babylon in shackles and ransacked what was left of Jerusalem, leaving nothing. Everything was either burned or taken to Babylon. In all of this, Nebuchadnezzar was God's instrument of discipline for his people. The Lord disciplines those he loves. In Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar had a disturbing dream that could only be interpreted by a Jewish exile named Daniel. Then he built a monument to himself and demanded that all people worship the statue. Through three Jewish exiles, whom he had renamed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, into a furnace for disobeying, only to watch as an angel stood with them, all four unharmed by the flames. Then he had another disturbing dream that only Daniel could explain. A year later, when the dream came true as explained by Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar boasted to himself of the glory of his kingdom and God struck him with a madness that lasted seven times, whatever that means. He fled his palace, ate grass, slept outside, grew unkempt hair and nails. He lived like an animal until he raised his eyes to heaven and his sanity was restored as was his position and wealth and he praised the Most High, the King of Heaven, because everything He does is right and all His ways are just, and those who walk in pride He is able to humble. In all this, Nebuchadnezzar was himself disciplined by God. The Lord disciplines those He loves. The Lord loves Nebuchadnezzar? I bet there were some people who would have taken offense at that thought. I bet there still are. I bet there are people who get pretty upset with their pastors when they pray for President Biden. I bet there are others who were offended when they prayed for Trump. I bet there are few pastors, if any, who've prayed publicly for the leaders of China, North Korea, Russia, Iran, or any other nation we perceive as a threat. And I bet some of you are about to be offended when I say that the Lord loves all of them. Sure, who wouldn't love to see God discipline them, but love them? Honestly, I'm a little offended at the thought, and none of them are as bad to us as Nebuchadnezzar was to the people of Judah. We know that our offense holds up to no scrutiny whatsoever, don't we? Don't we know that the thought of a holy God loving those we loathe is no more offensive than the thought of a holy God loving me. But so few of us 
loathe ourselves, or if we do, we do so while also loving ourselves. And so it makes sense that God hates my sin, but finds something lovable about me, sinner though I am. But how could he not join me in loathing those whom I loathe? How could he find something to love in those people whom I see no reason to love? I mean, it's kind of like finding out that your best friend of decades reclines their seat when they ride on airplanes. Like, can you not see that that's immoral? Yes, I know the seats can recline, but what kind of sociopath actually reclines them? I mean, who does that? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with God? He loves the unlovable. And he doesn't wait for them to become lovable, to love them. And he uses unlovable people to love other unlovable people. He uses unlovable people as agents of his discipline out of love for other unlovable people. And then loves those unlovable agents of discipline enough to send unlovable agents of discipline to them. And can he not see that he shouldn't? Of course he can't. Yet he does. What's wrong with him? That he sees what's wrong with me and loves me. Not by looking past it to my lovable qualities. I have no lovable qualities. I'm Nebuchadnezzar. How could God love me? Because he's God. And God is love. So he disciplines everyone out of love. And he can't do anything except love because that is who he is. And the only person to ever deserve his love he killed on a cross out of love for all the unlovable people to save them, us. What's wrong with God? He's not like us. And thank God for that. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a pastor at Bethel Lutheran Church in Menasha, Wisconsin, member of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shabey, who is like a well-watered garden. Keep in touch. Reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod or send an email to dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Or you could write us a review, recommend a episode to somebody else. That's the only way other people find out about the show. Now go, do what God called you to do, be who God made you to be, see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.